Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday and this is the 15th week after Pentecost. This week, once again, we will make our way through the readings that are assigned for the coming weekend in worship. We begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Amos, chapter 6, beginning this morning at verse 1. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion, and for those who feel secure on Mount Samaria. Woe to those who lie on beds of ivory, and lounge on their couches, and eat lambs from the flock, and calves from the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp, and like David improvise on instruments of music who drink wine from bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore they shall now be the first to go into exile, and the revelry of the loungers shall pass away. After Solomon died, the nation that had been unified under King David and expanded and grew under King Solomon split in two. The southern kingdom of Judah had its capital in Jerusalem, and they worshipped there in Solomon's temple. The northern kingdom made the city of Samaria its capital, and they worshipped there. The prophet Amos was a shepherd and a keeper of sycamore trees from the southern kingdom of Judah, but when the Lord called him, the Lord gave Amos a word to share with the elites in the northern kingdom of Israel, including Israel's king. The word that God spoke warned of a coming disaster that would see the death of the king and the exile of the rich elites, and yet, as is often the case, the kings and the rich elites refused to receive, believe, or act on the message that Amos delivered. The dire warning of the coming crisis failed to move these indolent rich to change their ways, to seek God's mercy through repentance. 
This particular oracle is a word of woe to the luxuriously comfortable and rich in both kingdoms, but notice that the word that speaks against them is not because they are rich, not because they enjoy luxury, not because they love music, but because their wealth and their luxury has made them complacent and now insensitive to God's word that calls them to repent. In other places, Amos reminds them that they are God's people and that they should seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God, that they should return to the covenant that God made them and walk in the ways that God had set out before them to change their relationship between rich and poor to be God's people again. Their power and wealth, however, get in the way. The privilege and advantages that they enjoy keeps them from changing their ways for fear of losing their money, their status, and their comforts. And in the same way, the luxuries that their wealth affords makes it impossible for them to see the disaster that's looming on the horizon. How strange we are as human beings that we will not take the action now to avert a disaster later. Because they are not grieved by their sin, because they will not repent, seek mercy, and change their ways. They will suffer in the coming calamity. When Israel is conquered by the Assyrian Empire and their capital city falls, it is precisely this class of people who will be the first to go into exile, who will have the most to lose. All that they take pride in are the very things that will make them the targets of a conquering army. Those who survive will be taken away into exile. Their wealth and luxury will be no more. And what Amos reminds us is that of all that will happen in the sight of God, they have forsaken and whose ways and warnings they have ignored. That is the prophet's job, to remind us that God is present in our world and at work among us. In our comfort and self-indulgence, it is easy to forget that God is with us and wants us to return to the Lord with all of our hearts and with all of our mind. But God's word continues to speak to us, words of warning, words of woe, but also words of promise and love and blessing. And those words work together so that we can hear and remember to love God with our whole heart and love our neighbors as ourselves, so that we can once again seek justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God in Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, 
we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who are sick, for those who mourn. For who else? For what else do we pray this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.